Hey guys, what's going on? If you're listening to this version of the podcast, you chose the hate bit version, which is obviously the superior one, because I started. Uh, yeah, sure, you might have both of us by the end of it, but you still got the important one. You got another podcast host. Cool, you collected all two of us. Yeah, welcome to the Game Go Pokecast Ball, where we do a podcast about whatever we want from inside a Pokeball. Yeah, it's that's very the bit, ro- right. It's roomy in here. Yeah, it's uh, we're information now. Pretty much, you can transfer us via the internet, or yeah, like email. Send an attachment. What does it mean when people copy us? Can they do that? Yeah. Okay, so maybe we need to rethink this whole thing. Okay, don't anyway, throw me, guys. Into the whatever we want to talk about bit. Oh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about video games and whatever the hell we want to talk about. I'm HeyBit. I'm Sonarith. And yeah, this is the Game Go Podcast. So, uh, before we get into the video game news, we haven't done what a, whatever, etc. really, in a while. I was checking out Future Man, finally, which has been out for, uh... Maybe? A while? Yeah. Yeah. I started watching it. I was impressed. I thought it was gonna be really cheesy, but it is, it is, in fact, pretty damn cheesy, but it's also just as good as it is cheesy. I'm loving every episode right now. I think if you're a fan of just action or sci-fi or sci-fi, because, yeah, it is very much both. A lot of time travel is involved in it and it's pretty damn hilarious. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking like actually, you know, your show, Mike Judge, uh, it's very, very similar in in tone. Yeah. You've been watching... I've been watching Silicon Valley. It is a show about some developers in Silicon Valley. It's a comedy from Mike Judge. He did King of the Hill and Beavis and Butthead and uh, yeah. Office Space. It's really funny, though. Office um, Space is fantastic. Even if you're not like a huge fan of tech and stuff, I think there's still a lot there to, to really enjoy. So if, you know, if you're looking for something else to watch, uh, this is definitely worth it. it. It's very funny. Worth your time. And then we started watching Community, or at least I did. You've already seen it. Yeah, I pushed that show on uh, on Sano. I couldn't believe he still hasn't watched it. But yeah, yeah I always heard it was first. funny, and I, knowing that it's Dan Harmon, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan, so like that's always kind of pulled me in. But I never sat down and actually watched an episode, and now I've seen two, and they're very funny. Uh, and I know that it gets weirder and more meta as it goes on, so I, I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah, I kind of warmed him up and like made sure to warn him as well that like it's gonna get weird later but just stick with it it's all fun i mean i've been on the internet and they're also all about the show so it's definitely indeed i have some does like it warning but uh on to the video game news we uh there's a lot to talk about this week actually yeah quite a bit of stuff is going on especially with e3 coming around the corner yeah, it's in like a week or two. Yeah. Um. First of all, the episode's little gimmick is based on Pokemon on the Switch. They've announced their first game coming to the Switch, which is actually a freemium game called Pokemon uh, Quest. But they've announced their first like full title uh, is going to be called Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. 
these are based on Pokemon Yellow. They're going to be like uh, remakes or reboots, kind of both. And uh, so depending on which game you get, you'll either start with an Eevee or a Pikachu, which is Gary and Ash's Pokemon from the anime. It is weird what they're deciding to borrow and what they're deciding to make original, but yes. it still all sounds pretty cool. Kind of contrived, but still I'm interested. Yeah, this is going to be a big bridge, I think, for people that really enjoyed Pokemon <laughs> Go because uh, since it's called Let's Go because there is a lot of functionality with Pokemon Go uh, intended. And this is supposed to be a simpler game for, I think, younger people or people who are new to the series or who have only played Pokemon Go. Um, so first of all, I wanted to get into the starters. You you can find other Eevees and Pikachus in the game and you can evolve those, but the ones that you start with cannot be evolved, which I feel like with Eevee, that's kind of a missed opportunity because it represents like, it is a perfect representation of evolution where it can take one of three forms. Um, Pikachu, I understand, because he didn't in the original game and in the show. He just didn't want to evolve. Um, but, yeah, so you will have the Eevee and Pikachu. You can, um, if you find a wild Eevee, you can only turn him into one of the three original forms he had, not the newer ones that they've released. And then you can dress both Pikachu and Eevee up in those games. So if you like cute clothes for your Pikachu, you can you can dress him up. You're also going to be able to find Alolan versions of some Pokemon, which doesn't really make sense to me because Alola is a different version or region in the game. Yeah, like none of those were were supposed to be there. So now um, what we have is a third alternate dimension where Alolan Pokemon exist in the Kanto region. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just... weird because they specifically say that this is going to be uh, only Kanto region and not anywhere else. But yes. somehow the Alolan stuff got over here too. The only thing I can think of is, is, is like, people traveling to and from regions, bringing their Pokemon to it's those cool. regions. It'll be fine if you're trading, yeah, with, with other NPCs. But if it ends up being... As long as, you... it's, as long as there aren't any wild Alolan mm-hmm. Pokemon. Exactly. That's fine. Okay. Glad we cut that one. Okay, so the as far as regular Pokemon mechanics, you're still going to have a six Pokemon team. But this time you're going to have a PC box in your bag. So I guess so that newer Pokemon playing Pokemon Go who are used to just being able to switch their Pokemon teams out on the fly, uh, they don't have to go to like a, a PC in the game to to do that. Okay. They can just I kind of figured it was also like a Q, uh, QOL thing. Quality of life. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, uh, I mean, that's something that they sh- should have done a while ago, but I think to make it easier for newer people. Uh, and then again, yeah, you can connect Pokemon Go to this game to... Um, It'll introduce a never-before-seen Pokemon that they haven't really announced yet. Uh, and then you're also going to be able to trade your Pokemon back and forth. Only the 151 from the original uh, region, though. Not 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 anything beyond that. And um, instead of catching Pokemon like before, you'd find a Pokemon in the wild, battle it, weaken it, and then throw the Pokeball. Now that's going to have like the Pokemon Go kind of throw the Pokeball mechanic, you're going to see the Pokemon out in the wild, and you're not going to fight it. You're just going to try to catch it. Being on the Switch, is it going to use... Do you know if it's going to use a control or the touchscreen? It's going to use motion sensors, no touchscreen from what I'd heard. Uh, You're going to have to, like, use a Joy-Con to kind of arc it. Nice. Yes. Um, You're also going to have a Pokemon Pokeball Plus thing. It's like a Pokeball with, like, a button on it you can use with a motion sensor that you can try to throw and catch the ball. Okay. You only need one Joy-Con to play, so if... The other person, it, you can have two players. Ah, all right. Yeah. Two people and, walking around in the same area. Yes. And I'm not sure how that's going to work with... Is if it's it just like gonna be, Time Crisis? 
It's probably just going to be that they share the first player's Pokemon because you can Pokemon do double battles. Crisis. Just like in Time Crisis. Oh, uh, and and yes, again, it's only going to feature the Kanto region. So hopefully... Sano. Reload. No. What? Reload. Reload what? Reload. 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 Sorry, he's broken. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's only going to feature the first region of the game. So, um, allegedly, I'd, I'd, I'm happy if there's more. Uh, and I'm actually looking forward to this game just because it is a the first big Pokemon game on the Switch. There's going to be a traditional core RPG Pokemon coming at the end of next year. So Yeah, this is not that same game, so don't get them confused. Yes. I'm wondering if these were slated or would have ended up going to mobile or 3DS if the Switch wasn't doing as good as it did or had taken or had been released later. Uh, that's a good question, but I mean, mm-hmm. when they showed off the Switch press conference at E3 last year, that was only a few months after the Switch's release, uh-huh. and when they went to, like, show some news about Pokemon, it was just the developer saying, like, yeah, we're working on something, now get out of my office, basically. <laughs> like, they have nothing to show. <laughs> so, I think yes, they just started, <laughs> I think they had just started these games because of the success of the Switch. Okay. Otherwise, they'd probably just be doing another regular game on the 3DS. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and to the game next year. Uh, it does look like it's going to be easier for people, like I said, who have not been playing Pokemon for the last 17 years or whatever. 20 years, jeez. Yeah, it's been out a while. Yeah. Um. Oh, so man. if you're new to, if you really like Pokemon Go, but you've never played like a regular Pokemon game, this this is probably for you. Uh, the next story I want to talk about is Red Dead Redemption 2. They've showed off the uh, special editions for the game. Okay. Like if you pre-order it, you get a horse. Not um, Okay. And an outlaw pack, I think it's just going to be, like, some items, healing stuff or something. Um, but if you can buy uh, special editions of the game, and they come with, like, treasure maps and stickers and uh, slip covers to okay, you know, for your box. Okay, real, actual uh, yes, there's also gonna, items. Okay. There's also uh, exclusive story content if you if you get those editions. And okay. Yeah, and if you buy the ultimate edition, that comes with the seal book instead of... Well, it comes with the slip cover and the steel book. Uh, I think the steel books usually look nicer, mm-hmm. uh, and the art looks really cool. It's it's really intricate. It's black and red. Yeah, those like are they, some people make a big deal out of those. Yes, and it comes with a physical treasure map, which I'm assuming is for the game, not for the real world. Uh huh. Um, Although, no, yeah, like God of War did a physical treasure map too in the game. There were runes that, when translated, led to treasure within the game. Yeah, but I mean, imagine if it. What, what if it is a real map like and Destiny? making you think it isn't? Okay, well, it's either going to be a map of the in-game area or not. And if it's not, then people will know that it's a real place. Probably. I don't know. Anyway, Ultimate Edition comes with that and all the other stuff. I'm going, um, to, I'm going to investigate that map very heavily because that's probably where they put the game that isn't in the pack. Okay. No, that's not the right one you're looking at. You're looking at the collector's box, which if you buy this includes a metal box with lock and key, cigarette cards, double-sided puzzle, a collectible challenge coin, a six-shooter bandana, playing cards, another treasure map, I think it's the same one from the other sets, a pin set, a catalog like the one you get in the game, but it doesn't include the game. So if you want this collector's box, you can get that, but you also have to buy the game aside from... And then find... No, no, or... or... We go with my theory, and you follow the map IRL. But there's maps in the other editions that do come with the game. But, but 
Shut up. <laughs> On top of which, if multiple <laughs> people buy this edition, then they're all going to be competing for the game. The, yeah, the copy of it, right? That's what yeah, they want. That's terrible. No, it's, it's Imagine how crazy their grams would be. Idea. Anyway, um I this all sounds cool. I, I'm not really gonna I don't want to get any of that though. Like I'm probably just gonna get the game. Um yeah. I'm very against collectors box editions or any kind of editions that like are for a game that are that don't include the game, I really don't. Yeah, I think they've like only those. just started doing that too. No, this has been a while. Like I think Halo was one of the first, or Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect was one of the first ones to do that. I did not know a, that. Yeah, it had a collector's edition, but it was just like a bunch of cool stuff related to the game, not the actual game. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, then. Yeah, this is not a thing that I like happening with games. That's very, very upsetting. If you're gonna you're gonna charge more for a lot of this other stuff that uh doesn't always cost them a whole lot to make, you know? Yeah. And sometimes it's very obvious when it comes out of the package, like <laughs> things come out broken or straight up missing sometimes. Do you and... remember the infinity eggs from Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah. yeah. Like those look terrible. That was awful. Yeah. Um, um But yeah, things like that. Uh considering that some of those items aren't worth it, you maybe didn't want some of those items. You definitely wanted the game. Yeah. So kind of sucks that you shell out all this extra money for this extra stuff and it doesn't actually come with a base thing. Yeah, especially with the box. You just put the game in the box. No one's, yeah. That, no or one's, at least that's my take on it. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. I mean, if you're going to be paying probably a part of $100 for this, um, I think it should come with the game. Mm-hmm. But. What do I know? I don't make video games. Also, the PlayStation 4 version is going to have exclusive content, uh, probably on a timed exclusivity thing. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, these guys aren't owned by any of the big three, so more than likely in a couple of months, the that content will end up getting released on the other guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, just like the pre-order is probably what I'll end up getting just because that doesn't cost extra, and it, it gives you some just a few extra nice things. Is there any word about this? What, what, which, uh, platforms it's coming out on? Uh, I believe Xbox one and PS4. I don't know if it's coming to PC or switch. I would doubt coming to switch. Yeah. I doubt it, but it would, that would be absolutely crazy. like make me change my pants right now to get confirmation <laughs> on that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think it's just the, the two, uh, bigger I ones. I mean, seriously, I would just make the biggest mess. Like if I'd like if just I knew that if they were coming to Switch with this game, yep. Like, I'd buy seven more pairs of pants because I'd ruin those upon retroactively ruined your pants. Okay, yeah. moving on. Next story: Fallout seventy six. Uh, just around the time that the Pokemon thing was kind of taking off, uh, the, the announcement there was a live stream um, from Bethesda Studios of just a Vault Boy with his thumbs up, it's a bobblehead in front of a TV that says "Please stand by." Uh, it looked like the normal one, but there were more colors to it. It's usually black and white, but this one had some faded, uh, colors on it, but, uh, nothing really happened. Some people would come in and like drop a balloon or something, you know, like just small random events over like, I think 24 hours. And eventually Bethesda finally announced the next game in the series is going to be called Fallout 76. Everyone made jokes about Fallout 5 through 75. Um, including myself, I guess now. So I'm part of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> so this game Congrats, is coming to Xbox One, PS4, it. 
and PC. Uh-huh. Um, and it's going to be about Vault 76, a vault that is historically in the game story uh, important. Yeah, I don't remember any mention of this thing, but I did, like, what, what reading I did do, it's like, okay, I guess it's not a completely, like, pulled New. out of there, but kind of vault. It's been there before. Um, I don't remember any mention of it, and I kind of hate that. I've played Fallout 3 and 4 and Vegas. I played them like crazy, but i very, very terrible with story retention. I don't think New Vegas mentioned it because it was on the opposite side of the country. Okay. But uh, those two, I think you probably found some notes about it in uh, some computers or something. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, Vault 76 is a vault. Normally, these vaults were you put people in them. The nukes dropped. They survived. And the idea is to keep them safe and alive until they're ready to come out and repopulate the Earth. Most of the vaults, however, are just messed up uh, social experiments. One of them uh, had people, the people that went in, they were gen- cryogenically frozen. And I think some of those failed. I don't know if they were supposed to or what, but basically they froze them and they weren't supposed to. Or at least these people didn't know they were going to be frozen. Another one was pumping gas into the vault to make them crazy. And it ended up, I think, just being one guy in the end uh, left because everyone else attacked each other. Oh, God. There was another one, Vault 77, where it was a man with a bunch of puppets. It was just one man and a crate of puppets. That was it. This, for some reason, feels very, or reminds me of Bioshock, and I I don't know why. I can see that. Um, Vault 69 was a vault with just one man and I think like a thousand women. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it's weird experiments. Not all of them were like silly. Some of them were quite deadly. But uh, this one, instead of opening after like 200 years or so, this one ended up opening 20 years after the bombs dropped. So they were basically in charge of restarting humanity. Uh, so with that in mind, there has been some buzz about what the game is going to be. It's not going to be quite the same, apparently. Uh, Jason Schreier Kotaku said that the game's going to be like um, like Rust or uh, what's the other game? I don't remember it right now. But, oh, Daisy. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's going to be about multiplayer survival, and then that there's going to be a focus on Fallout 4 settlement building kind of uh, Yeah, I mechanics. heard about that, that it's going to emphasize that. Yeah, as long as, because things are going to be significantly more destroyed, I don't think there are going to be any like cities like in Fallout 3 or 4. Ah, okay. So I think hopefully there is going to be a lot more wild terrain, and so that you're, you're going to be able to, to basically just be the first ones building on that stuff. Uh, some of the settlement building didn't really work because, like in the first city in Sanctuary in Fallout 4, you can clear out a, a just a big mess of metal from the foundation of a building, but you can't build on that foundation in the way that you might expect. Like, you can't just go to the corner of it and put up two walls. You have to put your own foundation down, and it was just a weird mess, and it didn't work, I think, quite as well as they wanted it to. So I'm hoping that with this game, uh, whatever it is, it ends up nicer. Uh, yeah, I figure if they're going to make it a focus this time, that it will have gotten some revisions that are going to make that easier, better, stronger, faster, harder. Yes, Def Punk. Um, <laughs> they also did the DLC 4.4 for Fallout 4 that added stuff to the build- building, and I'm hoping that all that stuff is going to be carried over if it makes sense within the story. Like, I don't know if turrets are going to be part of it since I don't know if people would have reinvented them by by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so far, I think they're going to show more at E3, I'm hoping, and hopefully we'll get a release date by then, because when they announced Fallout 4, they had that at E3, and then that November, I think, was when the game actually came out. Uh-huh. 
So hopefully we don't have to wait long for this. People are speculating July, but that seems too soon. But I mean, it's Bethesda. They can do whatever they want. And I think people would, would buy it. So we'll see. Uh, cool. Another big game announcement. There's a couple this week. Destiny 2 has revealed their plans for their year two. Uh, last For the first game, there was the Taken King, and that basically revamped all the progression. Uh, so for this game, it's called Forsaken. You're going to be going to the Reef, which is an area that people familiar with Destiny will hopefully remember. It is an area where like people were not exiled, well, kind of exiled. The, they're called the Awoken. And the whole area is like messed up with energy, and there's a prison there, and all these enemies are breaking out of it. It's a weird story. Apparently, there's a jailbreak. Um, so then part of the story is that you're taking down these big seven bosses, barons, to bring them all back in, and, and that's kind of the point. But there are going to be a lot of changes to weapons and subclasses that they were talking about in the live stream this morning. So like with weapons, now you're going to be able to, I think, put weapons in basically any slot you want, or there's going to be more freedom. So I think they mentioned specifically three shotguns if you wanted to for your heavy Whoa, energy. Okay. Yeah, kinetic weapons. That's cool. Um, I I'm, I mean, the weapons aren't a huge deal. Not to say, no, that's, that's the wrong way of saying it. I'm okay with whatever changes they make to the weapons because as long as it keeps it fresh, then I, I, I don't mind. Um, the subclasses, though. So you, you played a little bit of Destiny. You're using a Titan, right? Yeah. Um, have you used your fire ability yet, Solar? Mm, no. The Titan gets this little hammer called the Soul <laughs> Hammer, and you just basically throw little hammers and they explode. No, when you throw them. I have not used that yet. They are adding one for the Titans that gives them a giant hammer instead, and they, like, can beat things up with it. And if they slam the floor, it creates a line of fire and then a tornado at the end of it. Like, it looks okay. really cool. Okay. Yeah. The <laughs> um the Solar Hunter usually has the golden gun, which is just the shots that basically is a one-hit kill. They showed off, like, a fan of knives that they can chuck now. Oh, damn. The Warlock is the one that I paid attention to most because that, that's the one that I play. The Instead of floating around doing, uh, I think electricity damage like a sith lord you're able to charge up and then just fire this massive beam of electricity it looks really cool and then for the void warlock which normally throws a big bomb it's called the nova bomb they can teleport and create shockwaves like it looks like i don't know how they're gonna do it and if they're gonna maybe just get rid of those old classes which is fine by me or if maybe you're gonna be able to pick between the two abilities but i'm 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 looking forward to that they also showed off their new roadmap of content. All players are going to be getting more vault space. I think 200 more spots. So they uh -huh. have 500 spaces in their vault for armor and weapons uh -huh. that they can't bring themselves to break down. And they're also going to be adding a lot of other quality of life changes. Um, like if you want to get rid of a lot of your, um, what are they called? The colors? Engrams? No. I've, <laughs> I've not played in oh, a while. The, the textures, though, that you add onto your stuff? Yeah. Um, the shaders. There we go. You can break a lot of them down at once now, so you're not just sitting there pressing square to dismantle a stack Those, of 20 or something. Uh, like, I, I just tried um, Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes. And when you're throwing your crests on your characters, oh, every no. time that you pick one, it's an option, thank God, to remove that confirmation. Oh, okay, But yeah. it's kind of like, if you guys went through the trouble of putting an option, you guys really should have known that it's just better off not having it there. I think just in case people accidentally used it. There are materials you pick off ads. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, they also announced there's going to be an annual pass coming. Um, so normally they have a season pass when the game launches, and that comes with two pieces of content for 40 bucks, I think, or 30 if you buy 
the pass. So you're saving 10 bucks. Um, this annual pass comes with three releases in winter, spring, and summer, and th- those are each going to be a season now in the game. But uh, if you buy the annual pass, you get exclusive content, and they were also trying to get ahead of the curve, saying, not ahead of the curve, ahead of the, the crowd, uh, saying that these expa- these releases aren't going to be the same as, like, Call Curse of Osiris or Warmind, that they're going to be not quite as story-based, but there's going to be new gear for you to get, and there will be stories within that. It's not going to be quite a cinematic, I think, an experience. So the big uh, release, Forsaken, is going to be 40 bucks. If you want to get the annual pass, that's going to be thirty. So if you altogether, it'll be seventy bucks. Um, I I'm okay with the price. I know that that does seem a little steep, but it is going to be like ten bucks for each thing. Um, so if you break it down, I, I don't think it's that much. And hopefully, you can buy them individually later for ten or fifteen bucks. I I, I don't know. Um, but you just got into Destiny. Does this do anything for you? Uh, it makes me like, damn it. I'm going to have to spend money already to to keep up again with uh with the, the with, with whatever yeah with the current content but also like I mean I was liking what I was playing so I'm hoping that I don't get like burned out on it or anything Yeah, you and got it then, for 12 bucks? Yeah, through the humble bundle thing. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm playing with like uh with a lot of guys who are leveled up. So I imagine <laughs> that I'm going to end up getting through the story really really easily really quick. Yeah, the story is like 15 missions i think and then after that um yeah that's when i guess all this dlc stuff will kick in yes they uh, although there's still a fair amount of stuff to do between the story and like the first raids so like mm-hmm. as long as you're leveling at a consistent rate i think you'll have enough to do for a while okay but yeah that's uh destiny 2's stuff they probably i think they're going to show more at e3 so right we'll talk about that when that comes around um make sure to scroll down on mine too oh i'm sorry yeah yeah oh no wonder you weren't saying anything about the game at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so uh that's it for the really big announcements there are some smaller ones though that um I think are still worth worth noting. Uh, Lego DC is releasing another game, or Lego's releasing another DC game, I, I should say. I still have yet to play a Lego game. They are all so good. They're aimed towards a younger audience, so there is less reward, I mean, uh, less punishment for, for, like, dying and stuff. But uh-huh. there, it's it's such a collect-a-thon that you don't really mind part- taking part of. Okay. Like, there's just so much to collect in each level. You go back through the levels as different characters. Like, it's it's... It's a lot of fun. Okay. And we should play, like, the Lego DC Super Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying one of those multiplayer ones. I, I think all of them I are think, multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think local only, though. Uh, mm-hmm. So, anyway, Lego has announced DC Super Villains. Uh, in this one, you're going to be playing as a custom supervillain in a world where the Justice League has disappeared for some reason. Okay. Um, you start off, I think, with a basic power set that you can increase as you're going through the story. And the powers usually help you with, like, exploration through the levels or... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's coming October 16th, 2018. I think that's all we know about the game so far, but if anything else comes out, I will talk about it because those LEGO games are actually really good. Um, I'll try one very soon. Yes. Uh, there's probably one on the Switch, right? Besides... I know there's a LEGO There's Lego World. There's LEGO Undercover. Um, yes. I don't know if there's any LEGO, those four-player like action movie game ones. Like Star Wars and Jurassic it's Park. Two player, but yeah. Um, well, then we need to we need to get one. Twenty-two players. Twenty one hundred Lego battle royale. Five <laughs> million 
You know what? That would be really cool, though, because then when you kill another Lego, you can take the parts and put them on you, and you are better now. You're grotesque. I, okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, next story, Evolve is shutting down their dedicated servers. Uh, that's going to be shut down on September 13th. That is so disappointing that that game didn't get handled better. September 3rd, or... actually. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be able to buy stuff from the in-game store after that date, but if you already have stuff, that will still be active. And you're still going to be able to play peer-to-player multiplayer, but that that's less stable, so I, okay. I think the game is on its way out. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah, if they're spending... I mean, I don't know how Left 4 Dead is still up. Yeah. Because it is. But that requires... Um, okay, yeah, we'll talk about... Yeah, go ahead. It just... It's it's weird. Um, I don't know. I, I was really kind of upset when I heard about Evolve because it's like, where's Left 4 Dead 3? Like, that's all I want. Why is yeah. this team not working on Left 4 Dead Turtle 3 Rock? right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um... That's all I wanted. I hear about Evolve, and I was kind of interested in it, but immediately out the get-go, I hear about the server issues. I heard about uh, just difficulty in, like, actually knowing yes. what to do. No, Like, finding enough players to play because it got that bad a start. Uh, kind of like Lawbreakers now and, uh, and that's a dead. couple of other games. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But there's still left for dead with thousands of players every day uh, well according to the numbers that it throws up there so i think the difference there you if you're playing just four players against the computer you all the characters are the same there's no specialization in the rules mm-hmm. if you're playing evolve and you're like i really like playing as a healer but somebody else takes a healer then now you have to switch gears f- entirely okay. to play another character that maybe you're not nearly as familiar with. Because Kinda on top like of the Overwatch, when you're forced to just play a class you're absolutely unfamiliar with, like oh great, like I don't have attack or heals, I have absolutely no idea how to play shield. Yeah, the only difference I think being that the other enemies are on an even playing field. With this game, if you aren't working together really well, the monster can exploit the crap That's out of that and will like right. just I didn't, destroy I, I you. I forgot that the other team is one person who is super beefed up. Yeah. It's a really fun game, but it you just have to know what you're doing and you have to work together as a team. I think that's probably why it didn't do as well because, you know, in, in the scenarios that they're, t- they're painting for, you know, before the game's release, it's like, you know, you oh, you have the tracker, like, you find it, you put down a dome so they can't escape, you use a healer to keep everyone alive, the assault, like, peppers it's, it with it's attacks. It's a very contrived process, whereas in It's Left a very specific Dead, scenario. Yeah, Left 4 Dead, in. In, in the Left 4 Dead series, it's, you're four people, and you all just gotta make it through. Yes, it's you all very... have the same abilities. If one of them knows the layout, then they're leading you guys, but you need to stick together. And, and even and if you it. don't, you don't have to know anything special about anybody. Exactly. Uh, you all know exactly what everybody can do because you can do all the same stuff that they can. Yeah. Um, uh, the, this game, though, I feel like it was a little ahead of its time because what Ubisoft, I think if Ubisoft had released this game, then they might have been able to save it because if you look at, like, the division if you look at i think far cry 5 now um rainbow six siege and what's the other big one they do i don't oh for honor all these games are like a live service now even the ones that aren't maybe not traditionally like i think assassin's creed has now become this thing where it's like if you come back every other week there's more content for you to go through um and i think the problem with this game was it's like one of the first ones i think that did something like this 
but it also I think people weren't used to it and also I think they tried too early to kind of nickel and dime people I know that when the game first came out one of the early outrages was like all the skins that you could buy were all like two or three bucks and it's like the game just came out why are all these for sale instead of earnable uh huh um I think loot boxes might have actually done this game a service where you could earn stuff without paying a dime uh, versus here's everything all at once. If this game came out now, people would be happy. Yeah, no I was going to say, you think maybe if it had come out today under uh, maybe a battle pass model, a battle, yeah, a battle pass model. Um, yeah. You think it would have done better? I, th- I think so. And it's unfortunate because it's a cool idea. I remember playing as the Goliath, the first monster that was in the game and that you can, um, that was announced and that the first one you can play as. He has like a boulder, he's flame breath, and he can like pounce on a, on an enemy. And if no one's around to help them, kind of like Left 4 Dead, then he just keeps on wailing on them. And I got them to chase me once and I hid above this tunnel that like this, there was a tunnel, it leads out into an open area and I hid above the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And as soon as one person came through, I just pounced on them. And I was weak, so people, I don't think they were expecting me to, like, stick around. I think they were like, oh, he's going to go out there. Let me be the first one out to see where he goes. So his teammates weren't nearby, so I managed to down one of them just, just by luck because he, he he wandered off too too far. It is such an empowering feeling playing as that monster. Okay. Especially if you, like, instead of spreading your abilities evenly, you just powered up one or two of them because then you... You can only do two things, but when you do it, then someone's going to die. <laughs> oh, that game was a lot of fun. And it's unfortunate that it's uh, it's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. uh, Jurassic World Alive. Last story. Not last story. I'm sorry. Next story. Jurassic World Alive um, is Pokemon Go, but with dinosaurs. That, that released on the App Store. I don't know if it's on Android. I know it's on iOS, Are you sure though. it's not Garfield, the app? Oh, that's right. But with dinosaurs? I think there was Domino's coupons with that one. Oh, God. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, Jurassic World Alive released on the App Store. You go out into the real world on Google Maps and you find dinosaurs to shoot and take their DNA and you make a team. I didn't play enough of the game, but it looked interesting and hopefully it it remains so. Um, It's from, not Rovio, that's Angry Birds. I forget the team, but they do, um, they have other Jurassic Park games and Jurassic World games where you make a park and raise the dinosaurs and fight them. Uh, and that's pretty fun. It It's a standard mobile game where you kind of just get tired of it after a while, at least for me. Um, I'm talking about Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played enough of, of Jurassic World Alive, though, like I said. So if you are interested in dinosaurs and you're kind of tired of Pokemon Go, you should check this out and let me know how it is because I don't have enough memory on my phone to <laughs> play it. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I would still be playing this or trying it at least. Uh, but it seemed cool. I got a Velociraptor right away. That was, that was nice. Um, one of the last stories of the day, uh, PS4 games. If you're playing on PlayStation and you have a PlayStation Plus, which you probably do, your two games this month are XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion. Those are available today. Uh, there was some other games for the other consoles, but I forgot to check those. And okay. they're not. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the PS4 is the more important one at the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, last story of the day, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you were, you had skipped that one. No, I wanted to save the best for last, maybe. I don't know. Um, so E3 is next week or the week after. I, I think it's next week, though. Mm-hmm. And as such, there are a lot of leaks. There's a lot of been g- games that have been announced beforehand, and people are kind of annoyed, saying, like, why is everyone kind of showing their cards early, you know? Um, but there are 
actually a fair number of leaks that haven't been confirmed or they haven't really showed off too much of. So, I mean, take these with a grain of salt. Um, and just if you are excited for these, that's cool. I, I, I would love for all of these to be true, but we'll see. So the first game, I think today they found something about it, Hitman 2 from WB Games. This is, of course, continuing from the Square Enix game. Uh, I, they don't know if it's going to be like a season two or if it's going to be a separate release um, building on the first one. Uh, but the, the first one's pretty cool from the demo that I tried, so I'd love to see another one. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was leaked because of a keychain. Did you see that? No. There was a keychain that said Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it was like a, a, a helmet for like a Spartan. Oh, no. And that's what like took yeah. everyone off to so it? So Ubisoft okay. just came out and announced it. I think they know that this is an exciting thing and there's no point in really like lying about it. So right. yeah, Assassin's I Creed saw Odyssey, the trailer. And I really didn't like that. They're just remaking the Sparta kick. Oh yeah. I think that was just like to I, give everyone a very clear idea of what the game is, which uh, I didn't want to play just 300 a game. I want to yeah. play a good, <laughs> yeah. I want to play a good Assassin's Creed game. Which I actually need to get back into it because I haven't played it for years. I need to play Origins. Last one I think I gave a legitimate go was Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah. Um, you, Syndicate was good. Unity was not. So, yeah, this one's <laughs> going to be take place in a Greek setting uh, and has a Spartan kicking a Persian person off a cliff, I think. Um, Fortnite has been somewhat leaked on the Switch. We don't know if this one's 100%. I hope to God this is true. It's on a brochure, so we'll see. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters has also been leaked, apparently, for the Switch. Yeah, I can't believe that that wasn't also just going to be out on Switch. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah. Maybe for yeah. performance issues. Yeah, I think they needed to I... optimize it, maybe. Uh, Rage 2 from Bethesda. This one was leaked by a Walmart Canada ad, I think. Oof. And then Bethesda, I think we talked about it. They were teasing about it, and then mm-hmm. they finally announced it uh forza horizon 4 for xbox overcooked 2 i'm very excited about that yeah i would love to see what improvements they made to the first game because that was already really fun Mm -hmm. uh star fox grand prix which apparently is a racing game i am so upset i was very very upset once i saw this i hope this is just a rumor or this isn't i'm i'm very mad about this (laughs) Yeah, why? <laughs> why would Star Fox be getting a racing game when F-Zero is an IP that they haven't done anything with for a little while outside of Smash Bros? And Captain Falcon is not a small character in that. He has too many memes to, like, <laughs> yeah. be ignored. He has the Falcon punch power, you know? He's... I don't... I don't understand if they're going to make any kind of futuristic sci-fi racing game. Why at all would it be uh, uh, from another IP that everyone is arguing, I think, pretty unanimously uh, that he hasn't been used very well either. Yeah. Like everybody just wants an old school uh, uh, arcade uh, shooter, like in the style of uh, Star Fox 64 when they're looking to a Star Fox game. I think the best new Star Fox game to come out was Star Fox Two. Which was a still <laughs> part, at least, a flight sim, you know, or a, yeah. you know, an arcade flighting simulator. But, yeah, I, I can't. I'm, I will be very upset if this actually is true. Uh The only thing I can think of is that planes, for whatever reason, is, is part of the whole thing. Because, I mean, F-Zero is just on a track, right? Right. So, I mean, if there's something to do with the vehicles in the game... Like, I'm thinking of a Sonic All-Stars transformed. Okay. But for this... There um, was a... um, 
There's some talk of potential crossover between those two universes because Which of ones? like a F Zero and Star Fox. Okay, see that's what other thing I was gonna. Because there there was a there's some joke ending or I don't know if it's exactly a joke <laughs> no. ending on F Zero on a yeah. couple. Oh, I don't know which version of it. You fight a fox in the cloud, right? You race against one. There's there's that James. in the grand in in a Grand Prix. Yeah. On GameCube, but then I think on the Game Boy Advance one. There's an ending, and the still is uh, both Falco and Fox and Fox deciding to stop being mercenaries and started getting on the F Zero track. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that. Also, I sorry reminded we're on for myself a little while with that. We there's can a cut Sonic... some of that out. What we can cut some of that out. I kind of went on for no, a while it's, with it's it. It's all good, I think. <laughs> Um, you're totally right. F Zero is is a racing series that they haven't done anything with. So unless they are going to do like a transformed kind of thing, there's no reason for them to ignore it. Yeah. Uh, that reminded me, Sonic uh, Team Racing is is also been announced. <laughs> um, Gears of War Five for the Xbox One. I'm assuming I. I'm I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I want to play another Gears of War game. I played one, two, and three. I loved them. Um, Judgment I, was cool. Oh, I played Judgment as well. I forgot about that one, and I I liked that one. Uh, I didn't play the four or the remake that they came out with. Did they do a remake or just an HD re-release? I thought they maybe an HD re-release. I think it was I just remember. a re-release. So I guess I did play that one. It's one. Yeah, yeah, I would love to play another good Gears of War. Hopefully, this is it. But I mean, I we'll see if it's true actually, because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just a leak. Man, that'd be fun co-op. Yeah, uh, Just Cause Four. Uh, Splinter Cell, which I think has started gaining some traction as as legitimate. I don't remember if it's been confirmed. And then today there was a recent domain listing for Devil May Cry 5. So there are people thinking that it's going to be announced too uh, soon. <laughs> if not at E3. I would be uh, – I would like an action game, a combo-heavy action game like that. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, I want that as well <laughs> very badly. Yeah. All right. So those are the – that's all the news uh, so far. Or all of it. I think it's the hopefully the most important news. Um, you won't find anything new at all anywhere else. Anywhere else. No um, one knows any more than us. There's usually some big news release like the day we release the show, so hopefully it doesn't happen today. No, it won't. We've already released all of it. Pretty much. Okay, so um, I've been playing a lot of Warframe. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this last time. I think you mentioned it, but not... Full on, what are you playing? Okay. So, yeah, Brian David Gilbert of Polygon made a, uh, a clan. Name dropping. Yeah, because he's freaking hilarious. Um, and he does a series about free games that are good. This is w- one of the videos he did, I think the most recent one. But anyway, he announced on Twitter he's going to be playing. So I was like, I've been meaning to check it out. I'd already downloaded it on the PC. I just haven't played it in forever. So I, I checked it out again and actually was able to join his clan. Completely and... free, right? Yes. There okay. is some premium stuff if you want, but so far I haven't really. I did buy one thing, but it was like, it was it was good. It was worth it. Um, so yeah, you play as a space ninja basically. It's, I used to call this Poor Man's Destiny because it was a free game with a similar aesthetic, but this game has taken off in a completely different direction, and it's actually very fun and good, and just weird. Uh, it's got its own humor, and it's it's I like it. Uh, and there's a lot to do. Like there's a lot of mission variety, and there's places there's a lot of grinding for materials and stuff so i mean that can get a little grating but the clan is keeping things interesting all the people in there they're all fun 
And also, because everything's new to me, like, they, they've been adding stuff slowly to the game. But me jumping into it, like, all at once is, is so far very fun. And I feel like I'm not going to get bored of it for a while. So cool. hopefully that, that remains true. Uh, I made my character look like a Green Lantern, basically. <laughs> um, I had to buy a color pack because they give you, like, faded colors. And it looks okay. It's whatever. But I was like, I want the saturated color pack, which is, like, four bucks. It was worth it, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I made my character all green and black and all of his weapons. It's cool because it lets you change it up a little bit um, where you can actually change where the weapon is on you a little. You can you can buy holsters to put on your shoulder or your hip or whatever uh, from whatever it's different. Uh, so you get to customize where the where the where your loadout shows up. Yes. Okay. Also, you can choose to have your weapon go invisible when you're not using it. Mm-hmm. So um, you don't have to display your weapon. Exactly. So what I did is I did that to all my weapons. I made them all light green. And then I made myself black and green with, like, a cool emblem in the middle that's that's green. And so every time I use a weapon, it, like, appears out of nowhere, like a green lantern ring. Ah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It's really cool. It looks like it's all made of light. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, so, like, every time I'm playing, I'm kind of just nerding out about that because it's, <laughs> it's really <laughs> fun. Um, and then we the, – our clan hall has a dueling room, and – we were trying to get people to like duel and be able to watch it. There were some problems, but we finally figured it out. So yesterday we spent like two hours fighting each other and just having fun with it. And even the people that are like massively out leveling us, like, you know, sometimes I get lucky and I kill one of them and it's, it's, it's fun. There's also an obstacle course where everyone was trying to beat their best time. Uh, and then we all just started like dancing in like on top of each other. It was a weird, like wriggling mess. It's, okay. it's a fun game in the community. <laughs> The community definitely uh, makes it more interesting. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's fun. You should check it out. It's free. So, you know, do it. I have been suggested that game, and I have seen it before. I Yeah, I'm open to it. I'll try it out. The, the, the cool thing is the movement because you are a space ninja. If you're running, you can do a slide. If you jump during that, you do what's called a bullet jump where you, like, r- jump with your knees out. Mm-hmm. And then you can jump into another one of those, or you can do, like, uh, a dive jump mobility is very important so you can just like sprint through levels and areas and stuff it's really okay. cool yeah it All feels right. really good uh, do, what did you play? Uh, I tried out Pokemon Quest once I saw that that was a thing I was like I what the also did yes okay freemium game on the Switch <laughs> we'll be coming to mobile soon I'll try that out. I did. I am very upset with the fact that you still in fact need a control connected to that game to start it up do like, you? Yeah. Uh, you don't need to to start it and get to the start screen, yes. But even at the start screen, from that point, you can go ahead and take off and just play with your tablet and walk around with that. Wait, what happens if you just select the game in the tablet form? Um, It still asks you to, like when you begin. Oh, select controllers. To select a controller. Oh, that's so lame. it needs a player one, at least. So that was a... Uh, one little annoyance and very much not really a slight against the game, more just how, like, Nintendo works things. But, um, yeah, Pokemon Quest, it's fun. It's a freemium-style game, so it's kind of like, if you've been playing mobile games, you'll be familiar with all the stuff that it does here. It, um, uh, every stage is called an expedition. Every expedition consists of your automatically progressing Pokemon team. Of three. Um, of three, up to three. 
going through these small parts of the forest or plains or wherever, you know, whatever area the expedition takes place over on the Pokemon. What is it? A cube block something isle? Oh, the island? Yeah. Tumble Cube Island or Tumble something? Tumble Cube Island. Because everything in this game has a, like, voxel, a rounded yeah. voxel um, aesthetic to it. Like a Voltorb is just a cube that's half red and white. Yeah. not He's not, like, a rounded out or a squared out rounded thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like how Minecraft <laughs> would make a ball. He's just, like, a rounded cube instead. Um, Pokeballs as well. They're not balls. They are rounded they are round cubes. Um, anyway, yeah. The the whole game has a weird aesthetic to it. It's very adorable. It, um, it's like a streamlined version of Pokemon Red or Blue uh, because you're starting out with those Pokemon. Yeah, you start off... The all, starters Eevee are the same Pikachu. three as, as well as Pikachu and Eevee, which I think is to push the... Their agenda is to push the Pokemon Go a bit more. Yeah. Um... The like I said, the gameplay you you select a level every time you do an expedition. Uh, when you start out, you have five segments to your battery. That's your energy, and like most other games, it would cost like you know per play to play so much. Uh, once you've done five expeditions at first, then you can't play anymore until they recharge. Until you recharge a segment of your battery, and I think those are half hour increments. Um, you can. Literally, like you would on on a phone, you can buy more of that time, and you can buy other upgrades to earn more time and have less, a bigger battery. Yeah, cap. and get a bigger bar, a battery, more uh, more segments to it. There are also some easy quests in the beginning of the game that will refill your battery. Mm-hmm. So, like, I haven't used any of them yet, or at least I haven't redeemed them yet. So it's like. If I ever really want to go into the game for a while, like I'm usually good with just the five expeditions and then I'll take a break. Uh-huh. But if I really want to hit hit it hard, I'll just activate one of those, refill my battery, and then I have another five to go. Yeah, as well with the uh, PM tickets, the, which I, I don't know, like it's, it's just the game's currency. It's, it's freemium currency where it's like normally you'd pay for it. I think because the game is on a Switch where it's like you are buying the console, mm-hmm. I think... So far, they give me and hate 50 tickets every, like, 22 hours. Yeah. And then there's also actually upgrades you can get that will increase that uh, oh, nice. amount. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I on mobile version, the... they won't give you the 50. I don't, I don't know yet. We'll, yeah. We'll I, I look through the upgrades on, on the game and then it's like, oh, damn, some of this stuff prevents you from having to spend money, which is also kind of weird, but whatever. I I don't know. I'm I'm having fun with the base game, which is, uh, like I said, you're... you're team of Pokemon, of three Pokemon, walk around in whichever setting that you're in, whichever setting the expedition takes place in. They go and fight other Pokemon in waves of three to four, I've seen. I don't know if it gets more than that, because I've only been, like, four hours into the game. I want to say I've seen a five-wave expedition, but... Okay. But, yeah, they'll go and roam around this area every so often they go and get into a fight. Those fights are for the... fairly automated they attack they do a regular attack every couple of seconds depending on their speed and then they have up to two abilities and you can tap those whenever you want as long as they aren't on cooldown they can only use one ability at a time i'm not sure if they cause the same cooldown afterwards i think one ability will have the same cooldown for both Mm -hmm. so like 
tackle makes you wait for both abilities for a second. But, but then the second ability, if it's stronger, if might it's have like... a 1.5 or two second okay, cooldown for gotcha. both. Yeah. So there you go. That's how that. That's how we're pretty sure it works. <laughs> yes. Um, and as you go through the game, these automated fights, your 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 Pokemon level up. Uh, they don't level up in the classic sense where ju- their stats just go up. They have these like spaces where you can equip badges. I think they're badges. Um, and those give you the opportunity to either strengthen them or give them more HP, give them more uh, defense depending on what materials or whatever you have to make these badges. So it's kind of a... It's not the most unique thing I've seen um, games do before for leveling up, but it's definitely different than what we're used to in any other Pokemon, where it's just fight and level up, fight and level up. Leveling up only gives you the potential to give them more ability as opposed to... uh, It doesn't give them any small base? I don't believe so. Like. I saw the level, I, like, you see them level up, but then you don't see your, it has a value. I forgot what that value was called. Mm. There's, like, a ranking you get, uh, like, from a number of, like, zero to, like, 90,000, and that determines okay. your Pokemon team's power. Oh, and right, And that's right, how right, you yeah. judge whether or not you're good to go on an expedition. Yeah, it adds your health and attack, and then it just adds that all for, for all yeah, the Pokemon. Yeah, and I don't think there's any increase in that when you just level up. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you know? adding a uh, power stone, I think is what That will increase it. Yes. So, Although yeah, game you, is fun so far. You can evolve Pokemon by leveling them up to the appropriate level, like in, in other Pokemon games. I leveled up on Abra, and it turned into a Kadabra. He had the same moves, but I found out in the training room there isn't a way to change his moves because all he had was Flash and Teleport, so there's, like, there's no offensive abilities there. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I would definitely change one of those. How can, does the training work? Uh, what happens to the other Pokemon? They die. So <laughs> in some games like this, you have, like, a card, and it's like, oh, you're going to fuse these other cards onto this card to make it stronger. In this one, it's kind of the same thing, but with Pokemon – only instead of fusing them, it says you're going to have a Pokemon train and these four Pokemon are going to support them. But what happens is you put them all on the line. You put the Pokemon in front of them and he just tackles through them. <laughs> <laughs> so they just leave because they don't want to get the F crap this. kicked out of them. Yeah, <laughs> And then that'll make that Pokemon stronger. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's so far it's, it's pretty enjoyable. You can even add little cute decorations to your camp. Because that's you're you're in an expedition. Yeah, those decorations are the uh, upgrades I was talking about. And they give you bonuses. Um, You also instead of catching Pokemon, you make food, and then the smell will bring a few Pokemon to your camp. Yeah, you befriend them. The PM tickets. I think that's where you're going to end up making more cash, depending on how big the need to level up is going to end up being. Well, because you can you can always go back to older levels and grind them for experience. Right, but you can only do so many expeditions. And oh, I then see. Yeah, you can only have so many pots. Like you have to buy new pots. I think I don't. I don't know that we're gonna earn them. You can buy more, but you can earn uh, stronger ones, so you can get stronger Pokemon from the get go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's a free game. I think it's worth checking out, and I think they're I- generous enough with the money to. To warrant, you know, giving it a shot. I know, yeah, I guess that's the trade-off is, like, you are getting a lot right there thrown up front. And if you're interested in it, then go ahead and spend the money. Now it's basically a full-game purchase. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I've also been playing Fallout 4, which 
is going to be like my next long streaming uh, game. If you want, you can go to gamegopodcast.com slash fallout and you'll go right to the playlist. Uh, I've only done the one episode so far, but I'm going to try to do them Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, and I'm going to play a character that I don't normally play as far as like his abilities and stats. I try to make it look like me, but I don't think it ended up. <laughs> but, you know, you're not going to see his face very much because of some choices I'm going to make with his outfit. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's going to be mostly just a bruiser. He's going to run into fights and punch or cut or beat the crap out of things. Mm-hmm. I intend to have him with a machete cutting up super mutants. You can't cut Wearing a, su- a, a red dress and a, a sack oh on God. his head with hoses <laughs> coming out of it. Basically, I wanted to make a, a serial killer in the wasteland. So uh-huh. I think hopefully he'll... Uh, He'll pull it off. We'll see. Sounds like good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go to GameGoPodcast.com slash Fallout. I am – so far I'm enjoying it. I'm able to, like, just run up to stuff and kill it, like some raiders. Uh, it's pretty entertaining, uh, hopefully for everybody else too. <laughs> so, wait, is that all you played? Um, I just got my hands on Fire Emblem uh, Warriors. Warriors. Okay. And – so I was never a big fan of the Dynasty Warrior games. Ooh, like I great. never got into them. I didn't. I didn't get into them. Uh, I tried uh, maybe one or two of them on PS2 and very slightly. Um, then I ended up trying out Hyrule Warriors, which yeah, I was good. like, okay, it's Link and Dynasty Warriors, and I'm like, this shouldn't interest me because you know, yeah, it's the enemy. <laughs> basically just because you throw in you know a zelda skin on it doesn't mean i should end up liking it the but core it gameplay is still good. i thought it was pretty cool i still coasted through it um which i didn't like that but then also i saw a lot of the potential like with that the Adventure different game mode. modes yeah and all that um so there was a lot of replayability with it at the very least i'm playing uh, Hyrule Warriors now. I mean, sorry, Fire I'm playing Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors now. And it's like, I like the small differences a lot. I really, really like that it's a combination uh, or that it takes. There's a, a weapon wheel, right? The weapon triangle is yeah. in there. So, yeah, taking taking on enemies with what you know from uh, from Fire Emblem, you can take some of that info and it's beneficial here. Like that Pairing up is a thing in that game. Sweet. So your AI, uh, your AI <clears throat> allies, you can pair up with them, change your statistics, and then get more attacks. Nice. Like, like it's already ridiculous. This the like Combos. each character has like maybe like three or four meters that they can fill oh, that all will variously <laughs> just implode the f out of the enemy yeah but then on top of that when you get your partner with you you can partner up with anybody any of your other playable characters yeah um then they do a combination thing together so it's like holy crap like they just have animation on animation on animation of all these different like Final attacks. Like, yeah, which are they one as, is the last one? Are they as good as the ones in Hyrule Warriors? Because those attack combos were really good. Those were pretty sweet, but I think these are a lot Dang. better, varied, cooler, and I think I think this game outdoes Hyrule Warriors in possibly every way that I can think of outside of replayability. Because I don't know what else this game is gonna offer. Mm, okay, I'm only so many hours into this game, but I. I also love the fact that like you pause it and go into the men into the map, 
and you can command your other allies to go to other portions of cool. the map and handle enemies, fort takeovers, outpost takeovers. So you don't have to actually, you're not the only one out there doing everything. Making a difference, yeah. On top of that... Oh my god. When you have everybody out deployed wherever they are, you can quickly on the fly swap out to any of them. Oh, nice, yeah. And there's absolutely like no like load time in between. The entire map is available to get to at any point. Um, I mean, provided you've done whatever locks or magic walls that, you know, characters are putting up. Yeah. Um, wherever your characters are on the map, they are always available to immediately zip to. And it is just amazing how quickly it just bam, 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 bam. One back, back from one to another. Once one of them gets to something that maybe you don't want an AI handling, you just switch. It'll, it'll alert you. It will, uh, it'll, it'll tell you that they got to there. But, like... Uh, like let's say they you want them to destroy some pillar that is creating a magic wall. Okay. Um, just have them go to that square. It'll tell you they got there. You swap to them, uh, destroy it yourself real quick, reassign them to do something else, and then go back to whatever you were actually doing. It all nice. happens so effing quick. So my biggest problem with Hi- uh, Fire Emblem Warriors is that I'm not as familiar with all those characters as I was with like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, Is that diminishing your enjoyment? Absolutely not. I played the hell out of Fire Emblem Awakening. I played um, that one. And it was it was great, but the story, I could absolutely not, with a gun pointed at my head, tell you like a lot of specifics. I can tell you generally, oh, yeah, there's basically two families kind of... That's not Awakening. Oh, yeah, no, you're That's right. That's Birthright and Conquest. That's Birthright. Yeah, this game puts some... <laughs> There's some parallel universe crossing It warps thing. them all in together, right? And so it throws them together. Yeah. But I played both of those. And, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I could not tell you for the life of me what the important plot points are or what the finer details are of those games. Well, you see, you're a tactician for the kingdom. And, and so, anyway, it does its own story. Um, the two main characters, I think, are completely original. I don't think they're in any other... Uh, in any other Fire Emblem game, they're twins, but you Boo. play as either the male or the female okay. to like to to satisfy whatever gender you want to play as. Yeah. Um, not to say there are only two or anything on the subject. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm sorry, but anyway, um, yeah. So you got the two characters, and they run and cross paths with everybody from the other Fire Emblem games. Okay. Uh, or at least these two, the last two. Are those two always together, like, in battles? For the most part. I don't think they split, but you only get to play as one of them. Or Which, you, I mean, if you can Only one of them the... is in battle. You don't... They, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was... Okay. They're still there the whole time for the story, but you... I don't know why the hell both aren't fighting alongside each other the whole time. Yeah. Um, what else is important about this game? I was going somewhere, and then I tangented off. <laughs> the but, story, the weapon wheels... Or triangles. Uh, you can... Uh, the weapons are... Like, from Hyrule Warriors, there are different kinds of weapons of varying degrees of strength with different attributes attached to them, so that's still familiar from Hyrule Warriors. That's, like, the, the one thing I didn't... I wasn't crazy about with Hyrule Warriors. Is the weapons? Uh, the the skills that would, like, come attached to them. like I would, And how you deal with them. It's kind of weird. There were some that you had to kill, like, 900 enemies to unlock the skill on them. But oh. those were, like... Those were your, like, ultimate weapons where you right. would have to kill a bunch to unlock their potential. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I think, actually, I was going on a tangent about, like, all the gameplay. 
But yeah, it's just, it's awesome because yeah, you can switch to anybody on the fly. You can customize who you want in the each battle, just like in Fire Emblem. It borrows so many features from Fire Emblem while still keeping it this Warriors game, you know, the, a Dynasty style, Warriors style game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought all of that was real cool. I mean, it even keeps the relationship level uh, feature from That's cool. Fire Emblem. So when you're pairing up with people or just fighting in the same area with the same people, then your relationship levels go up and the bonuses that come with them start going up. It's really cool to just see a lot of the stuff that uh, they were doing, a lot of the, the, the ridiculous attacks that you were seeing them do <laughs> in yeah. Fire Emblem, like during those turn-by-turns. It's cool to see them like, actually, that looks just par for the course here now like because you'll kill like five thousand people in a swipe <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh as oh. is par for the course on those but yeah, yeah i used that twice <laughs> par golf anyway yeah. um yeah the relationships i think i didn't i played the first one that came to america on game boy advance i didn't uh-huh. play the second one i don't remember if there was another one between those because the next one i played was awakening and the relationships were so much better in that game because there was no overworld screen. There was no grinding in the first game that came here. Uh-huh. So to do relationships, you had to, like, pick who you wanted to pair off, get down to, like, a single boss enemy sitting on the throne in the level, and then just keep spamming to end oh, your turn okay. to build up those relationships. Because otherwise, there's just no natural way that you were going to. It was, okay. It was horrible. But they, um, they were dating at when while they should have been fighting. Yeah, it was it was weird. But uh, I'm glad that Awakening took care of that, and I'm glad that that it's in this game. Are archers still like really good against the Pegasus knights and the Wyverns? All of the weaknesses that you are familiar with, sweet, and all the strengths. Yes, they're there. Yes. And yeah, like if you fly in as Cordelia into a fort full of archers, she's gonna die. You just better have you better have the <laughs> advantage. Uh, as far as having came in attacking, so that then you keep on, uh, you keep a combo up. Because once one of them hits you, oh no! Every fort uh, is only encapsulated by an enemy of one type. So, oh jeez! <laughs> so it, it basically it's it's either an archer fort, a, a, an axe fort, a sword fort, magic. or or a magic fort, or uh, what's the last lance fort? Spears, yeah. And so it's sending in. It's cool because you only have so many characters that you can bring into battle with you. Yeah. Which means it's like, well, there's only so many types I'm, I might have with me. So if you happen to bring all the wrong types with you, you go ahead and just uh, end the battle or concede or whatever. Time out. We brought the wrong people whoa, to whoa, our whoa, battle. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you, brought, you brought piss to a poop fight? Sure, yeah. <laughs> to quote Silicon Valley, though not nearly as funny when we're just saying it here. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it sounds like it's a good game. It's 60 bucks right now, though, right? Yeah, full price. I got it used at it uh, worth... GameStop for like 43 Is it worth the 60 Yes. Uh, okay, so I mean, if you, li- if you like Hyrule Warriors at all... I did. Then you're gonna. I feel that you're gonna love this with all the added cool stuff that it brings from Fire Emblem. As it's, I mean, because none of those features are very not unique. What's the word? Exclusive to Fire Emblem. Okay. But it's just kind. Of, it's just cool to see this game get that treatment to it. It's like holy crap! It like, like j- all you need to do is 
you know, make it a turn-based strategy game again. And basically, yeah, they have almost the entirety of Fire Emblem's engine in here. So you mentioned you can zoom out and look at the map to reassign people. Mm-hmm. Does it look like an old Fire Emblem map when you do that? No, it what looks a totally like that. Trash game. <laughs> um, okay, so that's what we were playing. Oh, my God, that would have been cool. That would have been awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we played a couple of fun games, but uh, there's a couple more coming out in the next week. You Most don't know they're going to be fun. I Did I say they were fun? I, don't, I didn't mean mm-hmm. that. They could be fun. We'll see. Anyway, so, yeah, the release is for the coming week. Uh, Wednesday, June 6th, we got Homestar VR for PlayStation VR. I thought that was Homestar Runner. I knew I you were going to think that. I immediately and was so dumb. sad. It, oh, no. So sad. Actually, Insomniac Game also teased a VR game, but we'll talk about that next week because they'll probably show something by then. Uh, Shape of the World coming to Xbox and Switch, Xbox One and Switch. Riddled Corpses EX coming to Xbox One. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon coming to Xbox One. That's the Castlevania lookalike. Looks very cool. Yeah, the I've seen some speed runs of the what's the stretch goal one? A uh, ritual crystal of the night. I don't know. That's but a yeah, similar name. That yeah. game uh, looks effing cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, Thursday, June seventh, we got Awkward for PS4 and Moto GP eighteen for PS4, Xbox, and PC. The rest of these games are for the Switch. Iro Hero or Iro Hero. Banner Saga two, which the first one's excellent, so this one should also be good. A magical high school girl. ACA Neo Geo Riding Hero, Samurai Defender, Cattlebat Wars with an exclamation point at the end, and Grid with two Ds, Retro Enhanced. Uh, Friday, June 8th, we got Mila Noir for Xbox One, M-I-L-A-N-O-I-R. Uh, Sushi Striker, Way of the Sushido for the Switch. Uh, I that one am looks... very excited about that. Yes. Uh, Legendary 11 for the Switch, Operation Hardcore for Switch, one strike for Switch and Slime Sans Super Slime Edition for the Switch. That game is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next Tuesday, we got Super Bomberman R for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That's the game everyone's been waiting for. The game I'm actually waiting for and I didn't realize was coming out, uh, Jurassic World Evolution for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Omega Strike for PS4, Tennis World Tour for Switch, and Hexologic for the Switch. I want Jurassic World Evolution because I want to make my dinosaur park and have it, people escape and get eaten by dinosaurs and, you know, good times. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to any of the games that are coming out? Uh, mostly... Super Bomberman R, I know. No, my God. I was so <laughs> I can't believe upset. they're releasing it for other Almost every consoles. time I see a Facebook ad about it, I, see, I put a b- negative comment. Boo. Like saying, like, <laughs> why is this still a thing? Where's yeah. the DLC that makes it good? Because... You know, there are so many characters coming out for it that are yeah. absolutely irrelevant to the franchise. Oh, for sure. Uh, like, Pyramid it, Head? Master Chief is what? the last one to come out. Yes, Master Ooh. Chief is a character exclusive for the Xbox One. That's terrible. Peabody from... Uh, the dog? No, the... <laughs> oh, from Portal. <laughs> yeah, that would have been okay, even okay. crazier. <laughs> Professor like, Peabody. What? Okay, Mr. Peabody. But yeah, Peabody from uh from Portal is okay. in it now. What about Atlas? Atlas? No, Atlas is not in. I forgot he's yeah. Okay, you remember Peabody, but not the other <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> but then they also had yeah, like you said, Pyramid Head, Simon Belmont, Gradius from Gradius, Vic Viper is his name, the ship from Gradius. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's not great. Uh, you know what though? They probably keep showing you those ads because you keep commenting on them. Yeah. I, uh, um, engagement. Now that I think about it. All right. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week, I think, right? You got anything else to announce? Um, I just cracked my toe. 
Okay. Uh, like cracking a knuckle, not like he broke something. Nope. It snapped right off. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Game Go Podcast where we talk about blood video. Blood come out of it? No, stop. Uh, video games goodness. and whatever else we want. I'm Sonorith. This is quite a puddle. Yeah, he's fine. Don't worry. Let's hate it, hero. Getting lightheaded. Yes, he's he'll be okay. Uh, if you light. guys have any questions or comments or concerns, please email us at gamegopodcast at uh, gmail.com. If you go to gamegopodcast.com, you can find all of our information and links to all the relevant stuff that we have, like Twitch, YouTube, uh, the podcast. Yeah, he's fine. Um, and, yeah, if you guys want to watch me go through uh, Fallout 4 in Why celebration. Why haven't you called the ambulance? He'll be fine. Fallout 4, it's gamegopodcast.com slash fallout. We also have shirts for sale at gamegopodcast.com slash shirt. So, yeah. Listeners, if you hear this, save me. Bye.